Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yes, indeed, and thanks to the help we get, you get, from Dan Burns, ASC Certified Technician at Lloyd's Automotive in beautiful St. Paul on Grand Avenue. Good morning to you, Dan Burns. Good morning, Denny Long. How are things at Lloyd's this past week? A little busy as usual. Well, we, you know, we are lucky in that we're able to stay busy. I think that, you know, with with traffic volume being down and so forth, with uh, that sort of stuff going on, that that uh, maybe volume, you know, any kind of car related volume is down a little bit. But uh, but we've been able to hold our own, and we're doing fine. Did you have a chance to get out on the roads yet this morning, or is that yet to happen? That is yet to happen. Yeah, me too. I'm not getting any reports at all of any uh, of freezing drizzle or you know slick spots as yet. But uh, but uh, stay tuned. We'll uh, we'll keep you posted. If you have any kind of a car care question, if you need to bring in your vehicle uh, to your favorite dealer, your favorite shop for some service, but you want to know ahead of time what could be ailing it, uh, call Dan or text Dan. It's the same number six five one nine eight nine. Nine two two six six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. I wanted to, uh, and we'll do that maybe in a little bit. Uh, talk to you because I was looking at your Facebook uh, uh, information as I always do, and uh, you had a deal about batteries, uh, and maybe we can talk about batteries in the winter time and what uh, what can happen, what we can do about that. But in the meantime, uh, let's open up the phone lines and the text line. As I said, is the same number six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Did get a text earlier this morning, Dan, about, um, you know, we unfortunately talk about the theft of catalytic converters on the show from time to time. And this texter wants to know, does Lloyd's install those theft prevention kits? We have. Uh, um, there's some uh, some uh, people preventatively have bought some sort of kit on the Internet. There's some different types that fit different cars. For example, a Prius has this tin plate that uh, actually bolts right on. That's actually pretty slick. Mm. <laughs> and uh, we have installed a few of those. And then on a number of cars, we've actually manufactured a, uh, a deal using some cables and some uh, different things and welded them to the pipes uh, so that if they do get under there, it's just, you know, unless they have the right tools, it's just too complicated. So when they get under the car and see that, they just <clears throat> move on to the next one. Hmm. So, uh, yes. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm hesitant to sell that uh, system myself because uh, if I sell it, people expect it 
a warranty on it and that their catalytic converter won't get stolen. And of course, I can't warranty that. No, of course and not. so so I'm I just have to be very very careful about installing them. But but especially the ones where people buy themselves and just ask us to install them. Uh, normally, we don't install customer supplied parts, but in a in a situation like that, we'd be happy to do that. Okay, well, just one, and I, I hate to ask this, but are are you at Lloyd still seeing, uh, seeing stolen catalytic converters? We are, and it's random and strange. And uh, honestly, <clears throat> one morning, uh, a neighbor's car was parked out on on, uh, you know, Chatsworth, the side street for Lloyd's Automotive, mm-hmm. and. Uh, uh, one of my employees happened to be coming to work and he heard something going on underneath the car. And sure enough, they were under there uh, trying to steal their converter. So, of course, he scared them off, uh, luckily, and they didn't end up getting it. But, uh, but yeah, they're very, very bold, which is, <laughs> which is disheartening to me. I'm, I, uh, I'm, I, I don't like to see this going on in our cities. No, no one does. Except the scoff laws, I guess. Say, I tell you what, let's go to the phones, uh, and we do have an open line if you want to call in your question. Otherwise, just send a text like other folks are doing. Stan is first up here in Ramsey. Stan, you are on CCO with Dan Burns. Well, good morning. Uh, my granddaughter's got an 05 Escape, and about a year ago, it wouldn't turn over in the morning. It was cold out, and they jumped it. It still wouldn't turn, so they took it in and they put a rebuilt starter in. To make a long story short, they put about three or four rebuilt starters in, and they all went within a week or so. Finally, they went and bought and got a new one and had it put in, and that one worked until now. It's doing the same thing again. There's something that's causing those starters to go, and I was just wondering if you had any idea. Well, this, uh, a couple of things. One is I would starters to go, and I was just wondering if you had any idea. Well, this, uh, a couple of things. One is I would. I'm. I, that's an unusual story that uh, the starters failed. That that many starters failed that quickly. Um, and it sounds like when the starter fails, it doesn't. Does it click or anything? Does it make any noise or or? Is it just no noise at all? Not much. It just kind of gives you that, uh, and that's it, you know. Oh, so it is the starter itself that's failing. So yeah. that that would be unusual. Uh, and and I can't, you know, I mean, there's from the battery, there's only 12 volts supplied to the starter, and then there's ground uh, there. So the only thing that it could possibly be, I think, would be as if it's got a power or supply or a ground problem, more likely a ground problem. And uh, maybe they should do some some uh, voltage drop tests to see if it's getting power or proper power and proper ground. That's actually a pretty easy test. Um, but yeah, I agree. That's very unusual for it to be eating up starters on its own. All right, good luck with that, Stan. I want to alert uh, Rod in Orono. You're going to be next on the phone here, so don't go away. And another line is opened up if you want to call in your car care question for Dan or send a text, same number, 651-989-9226. 25 degrees in the Twin Cities. Uh, just a reminder that, at least in our neck of the woods, there is a winter weather advisory till 6 tomorrow morning. Uh, at least, again, here in the Twin Cities, freezing drizzle, not much snow, however, as far as accumulation. 
but uh, freezing drizzle, which could make the driving, of course, and walking, for that matter, a little dangerous. So stay tuned, A3OWCCO. Right now, 25 degrees. We'll be right back. And good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Denny Long here, along with Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive. Which is, Dan, located exactly where on Grand? Well, we are at 982 Grand Avenue, which is right between Lexington and University on Grand Avenue. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net. Or give us a call as soon as this morning, 651 228 1316. Very good. We'll get you that number uh, before Dan leaves us, which, by the way, will be about 745 this morning. So if you have any kind of a car care question, don't wait. Send a text or uh, use the phone. Same number, 651-989-9226. Speaking of the phones, Dan, we promised Rod Noro, uh, Rod Noro that uh, he would be next. Thank you for waiting, Rod. What is your question? Yes, I have a, uh, a 2015 Hyundai Sonata four-cylinder. And I'm gonna. It's a fair. I've had it for six, eight months. I'm gonna be changing the oil. My question is, which is the best to use? It, it says on the cap where you put the oil at five twenty. Can I use five thirty or not? Or how about the long mileage oil? Would you suggest using that? Well, I would use exactly what the manufacturer recommends, which is five twenty, and. Uh, Synthetic oil is better than conventional oil, so there's no reason not to use a synthetic oil. And that's actually interesting, Denny. I checked um, not long ago, just to, just doing a comparison of the price between uh, if you change your, your oil exactly on the intervals that we would recommend, which is 3,000 miles uh, for a conventional oil or 5,000 miles for a synthetic oil, and for 100,000 miles, if you drove your vehicle, it's actually cheaper to use synthetic oil because of the extended uh, oil change intervals. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I I happen to use just a car, which uses four and a half quarts. I didn't check uh, if it, you, you know, if you had a vehicle that used a larger quantity of oil. But at any rate, I don't think that there's a price incentive anymore uh, because of the extended uh, intervals. Very good. All right. Uh, I know we have a comment about a battery, too, we'll, we'll get to. But uh, Bob, I think, is waiting there in Maple Grove to ask you a question. Bob, what's your question for Dan Burns? Yeah, Dan, I've got a uh, 2016 Mazda 3, bought new, 30,000 miles on it. Uh, recently, uh, I put a new battery in it, installed it, and uh, it's it's been draining Every two or three days in the garage, it, it drains it down to nothing, so I can't start it. So I put a voltmeter on it and found out that there is, in fact, a drain. And uh, that particular model or in other mods is all over the Internet and the forums. They're talking about this drain that nobody can find. Can I start pulling fuses? Or is it take more you, sophisticated? Yeah. So that's, exactly, that's exactly what you want to do. Uh, go through the vehicle and make the picture smaller. You know, by, by you have a voltmeter installed, so you're, you've gotten that far. You know how to do that. <clears throat> now, as you pull fuses, uh, when you pull the fuse that the drain goes away with, 
then you know you've limited a circuit, which makes it a way smaller puzzle uh, to figure out. And then the process would be to go to the wiring diagram and see what exactly is fed by that circuit and start checking those components, unplugging those components one at a time and see if the draw goes away. But uh, I can understand where an individual would have a difficult time uh, zeroing in on what exactly is causing that problem. Uh, but, uh, you know, a professional shop would absolutely get to the bottom of it and, and uh, find out where that's coming from. We deal with that sort of thing all the time. Very good. I want to alert Sandy and New Hope. You're going to be next on the phone here, so don't go away. Uh, interesting uh, battery story. We're starting to talk about that. Uh, this is a uh, battery maintainer story. Texter says, they have two batteries in my boat. One of them lasted 20 years. The other, after 18 years, is still good, and both of them are always on a battery maintainer. He says, just food for thought. How about that? Yeah. I believe that, and if you recall, Denny, a couple of weeks ago, we got the terms mixed up, mixed up on that. Oh. A battery maintainer is the right thing to use uh, if you're going to keep your battery charged over a long period of time, because a battery maintainer uh, shuts itself off when the battery is fully charged. It just mm-hmm. keeps it fully charged. What you don't want to use is a trickle charger that charges it <clears throat> all the time, because that'll cause the battery to overcharge, and that actually ruins the battery or can ruin the battery. So you want to use a battery maintainer. That's the right term. Well, thanks. Uh, Thank you, Dan, for that clarification, and thanks to our listeners, too, for uh, sending that text. All right, we'll grab more phone calls and text messages for Dan Burns on CCO's Car Care Show. Same number, whether you want to call in your question or text it, 651-989-9226. And we'll have a look at that forecast coming up here next on Newstalk 830 WCCO. However, at 11 o'clock this morning, we're going to join the Twins Twins Fest at 11 this morning here on WCCO. Welcome back to our Car Care Show. Denny Long here along with Dan Burns, ASC Certified Technician at Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. Sandy, uh, Dan, is on the phone from uh, New Hope. Sandy, thanks for waiting. What's your question? Hi, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, I have a 2017 Chevy Cruze, and it's pretty simple here. My driver's seat, seat belt is not connecting. I don't know if it's the male part of a female, if you don't mind those terms. Um, just just roughly, is there any idea what you feel has to be done here and possibly what the cost could incur? Well, most commonly it's, it's the, you know, the receiver part of the uh, seatbelt mechanism that would need to be replaced. And I'm sorry, but I really have uh, no idea uh, what it would cost. Some of those get to be a little bit expensive because as part of the airbag system, there's a charge built into them that if the airbags deploy, it tightens the seatbelt. And uh, so that can get, that can make it a little bit more costly to replace it. Uh, I'm sure you're probably looking at at least a couple hundred dollars. Um, and usually it's not too big of a deal to, uh, to replace them. Okay. I think we have time for one more call and grab some text messages. Jean is calling from Bloomington this morning. Jean, you're on with Dan Burns. Hi. Um, I have a question. We have a 2015 Chevy Equinox. We've just had it a couple of years, 
And the seat warmers always worked. And this year when we went to push the button, it doesn't work. So the light doesn't even come on. Do you have any idea what would cause that? And well, the, the good news is that the light doesn't even come on because uh, that's probably a less expensive repair than uh, replacing the grid in the seat. Um, so the fact that the light doesn't come on means, means that it's got a power or a, or a wiring problem, and the process would be to, you know, maybe start at the switch or, or start at a fuse or start somewhere along the way and see where where the power and ground is not happening. Um, but I think if you took it into your shop and asked them to diagnose that for you, I don't think that the cost of, dying, of diagnosing it would be very significant. And then at that point, they could give you a, an estimate as to what it would take to repair it. Okay, very good. Thanks, Gene. Uh, Texter says this, Dan, a 2007 Lincoln MKX all-wheel drive transfer case blew out. The car has 180,000 miles on it. Is it worth fixing? Also, do you think this is a common problem with this vehicle? I've not heard that to be a common problem with that vehicle. Uh, that's a lot of miles on a vehicle, but... Um, you know, uh, without seeing the vehicle, I couldn't tell you the condition of the rest of the vehicle. I think that would be uh, where I would start to make that decision is maybe uh, have the shop die or look at the rest of the vehicle and see if there's any other problems that they <clears throat> foresee, like, you know, are the tires good or the brakes good? Is the suspension and steering all good? And uh, if the vehicle still looks good, if you like it and uh, you don't see any other major repairs down the road, then it probably is worth fixing. All right. Very good. Uh, let's see. Another text to see if we can't uh, finish off some text before you leave us today, Dan. Uh, it's a 94 F-150. The check engine light is uh, from EGR. So the texter says, I replaced the EGR valve, EGR sending unit, the air solenoid, and a check valve, and that light still won't go out. What else is there? <laughs> well, the EGR valve actually opens to allow air to flow into the engine and, and mix with the, uh, with the exhaust as it comes out. And on an older vehicle like that, um, sometimes th those passages <clears throat> in the intake manifold or in the engine itself will get clogged with carbon. And so the EGR valve may very well be working, but it's a not, not allowing any air to flow like it's supposed to because it's plugged. So uh, I think that's where I would start looking is, is see if the intake is plugged. And if it is, that will need to be cleaned out, and then you'll probably be back in business. Okay. Here's a text that says this, Dan. They have a brand-new 2021 GMC Sierra, four months old, only 1,600 miles on it. And we get this question a lot. Uh, for initial oil changes, it best to service by mileage or time due to limited use. Get that a lot these days. <laughs> yeah. Uh, split the difference. I think that's the best answer that I've been offering people is uh, certainly you don't want to do it, um, you know, uh, in every five months or every 5,000 miles if you're driving it very little but somehow split the difference between the two. You don't want to go, you know, certainly more than a year without bringing it in for service, no matter how far you drive it. So 
Uh, I think that's the best answer. Dexter wants to know, uh, how often should one change the battery in your personal car? Well, we find that most commonly if a battery is five years old or older, uh, it will maybe not fail a, a load test, but it will at least check marginal. So if a battery is five years old, uh, it's pretty common that it's, uh, it's a good time for it to be replaced. Finally. Now, there's yes. all sorts of stories, Diddy, about batteries that have lasted, oh, yeah. like we had here on the right. boat that lasted 20 years. I mean, yeah. so that certainly can happen. But if you don't want to have any trouble and batteries aren't that expensive, then I think if you change it every five years, you'll, you'll uh, save yourself a headache. I think that's that's good advice. Uh, quickly, in about 20 seconds, what are your thoughts, Texas, is about cars that shut off and restart at every stoplight? Well, I, they're good for the environment, and uh, we have found that they don't hurt the vehicle at all. But I personally find it kind of annoying. So I <laughs> I like them to stay running just because I'm old-fashioned. But but uh, they seem to be uh, good because they're good for the environment, and they get better gas mileage doing that, which is why they build them into the cars. Yeah, interesting. All right, how do we get in touch with you guys at Lloyd's Automotive? Well, come on over. We're at 982. Grand Avenue in St. Paul, right between Lexington and Victoria. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net. You can kind of find us on Facebook and Twitter and all that sort of stuff, too. Uh, or give us a call, 651-228-1316. Well, Dan, coming up to 5,000 miles on my oil change, I'll probably see be seeing you one of these days at Lloyd's, okay? Well, I'll, I will look forward to that. That'll be great. Good deal. Thanks, Dan. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. Jack Farrell straight ahead. Then in the 8 o'clock hour, get those lawn and garden questions. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.